In the, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Church, in a time that brings confusion of role and responsibility, today we proclaim the good news that the love of God is readily available to you. You have good seed, and you are invited to throw it in untended, unknown soils. Friends, I highly doubt that you need reminding of our current global state of being, but in the rare occurrence that you have forgotten or have repressed all of it, <laughs> here's where we stand. We are currently in a global health pandemic, a global push against racial injustice, a contentious national political battle, a national economic crisis, for many, a redefining of faith and what it means to be a Christian during all of the above, and not to mention all the regular day-to-day -day hiccups that come with just being alive, just breathing air. The world right now is confusing, and we are navigating a lot. Through all of this, I've been pondering a lot on role and responsibility, and this is all classic Enneagram One stuff, uh, but I've noticed it even outside of my normal inner monologue. We've all been left to reckon with what's my role here? What's my responsibility to action? How do I help? Should I help? How do I have the hard conversations of racial inequality with those that don't think like I do? How do I have hard conversations with my friends when the cultural dynamics at play reveals our relationship isn't what I thought it was? How do I sustain being a part of the justice and redemption of God? How do I even engage in 2020? <laughs> Whether or not we've said yes to a role in each of these cultural dynamics, we are making a decision. We are asked to leverage our time, our money, our energy, our emotions. We're left to navigate, aid, and support all of these things. Just being alive in these crazy times means that we have to reckon with them. Our lives have been uprooted by a global pandemic, and we are viewing almost every area of our lives through the lens of its wake. And fam, I wonder, does it feel like you don't have what you need to say yes to love when the world feels like it's on fire? Does it feel like you don't have the right words to say or the know-how to navigate the layers and layers of hard that we're facing? Friends, in a time that brings confusion of role and responsibility, the love of God is readily available to you. You have good seed and you are invited to throw it in untended unknown soils. There's a lot happening in today's text, but before I attempt to expound on the good news, I think it's noteworthy to point out that this parable is sandwiched between stories of opposition and misunderstanding to Jesus' ministry. In a world that's bombarded with Facebook attacks on who's got it right and whose motives are right, this feels like a full-on biblical, I see you 2020. If the spawn of the maker of heaven and earth is getting misjudged and misunderstood, maybe it's okay if I do too. That's some bonus good news for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's some things that I'm noticing in our text. Let's take a look at the sower and his role. He's scattering seed everywhere. That's incredibly curious to me because I don't think that's how you do it normally. I'm no farmer, but that doesn't quite seem right. <laughs> but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Let's focus in now on the seeds that the farmer is sowing. What is the seed? The seed is the message of the kingdom. So when I say kingdom seed a billion more times, that's what I mean. So what is kingdom seed? 
kingdom seed is love. It's saying yes to loving God and loving your neighbor. It's not an overwhelming theological construct. It's the gospel in full. Belief that Jesus loves you, full stop. How do I know if I have kingdom seed? Romans 8, 11 says, And if the spirit of him who raised Christ from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because his spirit who lives in you. If Christ's spirit lives in you and Jesus' love is the kingdom, then you have the kingdom. You have kingdom love living on the inside of you. Now let's chat a little bit about the bad news at play here. Guys, I lived it out fully (laughs) this week. I was prepping for my sermon and I just kept thinking, I don't have good seed and I should definitely not be throwing it out. (laughs) Uh, We talk ourselves out of throwing kingdom seed all the time. I called Father Matt because I was second guessing myself. I was like, yo, here's what I'm preaching. It's not heresy, right? (laughs) I know deep down that it's not heresy, but the lie that I don't have good seed talks me out of love. The lie tells me that I have no business scattering kingdom seed to my community because my kingdom seed isn't good enough. The enemy can't talk me out or negate the fact that I don't have kingdom seed, but he sure is going to try to keep me from throwing it. And what about you, friends? Can you relate? What seed do you hold on to because you think it's no good or that it's not the right seed? Y'all, there's so much more good news here. Kingdom seed isn't in short supply. Kingdom seed isn't fragile, or else the sower would be way more meticulous in how he scatters. Kingdom seed is meant to be planted in any place that can possibly stand it. Now, don't hear me say throw caution and discernment to the wind. The Holy Spirit is your friend. (laughs) But friends, you are free to proclaim good news of kingdom justice and kingdom love in untended, unknown soils. Speaking of soils, let's chat for soils. We've got rocky paths, thorny ground, shallow ground that the birds came and ate the seed. There's good ground. Anybody else's sixth sense named youth group messages? I wish I could forget. <laughs> Immediately nudge them to start taking inventory of soil samples. Make sure I'm good soil or take inventory of others in the name of discipleship to make sure that they're getting it. Now, that's a whole other sermon, but it's important to note that we're looking at this passage differently here. Instead of finding the right pH and iron levels and fertilizers, we're going to hone in on what these what the seed does in these soils. Church, our role isn't to churn and tend and manipulate the landscape. We are not in charge of changing our neighbor's paradigms, but we are invited to toss the kingdom seed their way because with kingdom seed, paradigms do change. Mm. We're invited to proclaim the message of Jesus' grace and mercy to sow the seed, even if the soils don't look ideal. Mm. And let's take note here. The seeds still did what they were supposed to do. They sprouted where they were planted. Even the birds taking them away will move on to euphemisms, move the seed through their little bodies and relocate it. Those seeds still sprout somewhere. Now, with a little help of some fertilizer. Seed's going to see, y'all. If the seed falls on the harsh soils, that's okay. Rejection of Jesus' message doesn't mean the message was wrong or that I've screwed up. It just means the soil wasn't ready. Jesus' ministry looked like a big old rejection, guys. He was rejected all the way to the cross. It looked like the bird had snatched the seed and then, boop, 
I'll let you decide what the bloop means. All of humanity is redeemed at the resurrection. Our responsibility isn't to manipulate the soil. It's an invitation to give God's love to anyone that can possibly stand it. Amen. And spoiler alert, Jesus is in the soil changing business. We can trust that if Jesus is tending the soils and seeds are going to seed, then we, the sowers, can sow. Mm. Let's talk about the harvest still. It says, still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop 160 and 30 times what was sown. These are miraculous yields, y'all. This story doesn't end with the inhospitable soils and not even just a normal harvest. It ends with a miracle, a hundredfold. The yield of the harvest isn't our responsibility. Our invitation is to pick up the seed and let God's redemptive activity return the harvest. And friends, God's in the business of miraculous harvest. It's very clear that we can't produce double, triple, quadruple plants if we didn't sow those seeds. Mm. These are Jesus yields, miraculous yields that only he can do. That's the beauty of kingdom work. Jesus is harvesting. We are invited to sow. Isaiah 55 verses 10 through 11 says, As the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish so that it's yield seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Friends, in a time that brings confusion of role and responsibility, the love of God is readily available to you. You have good seed and you are invited to throw it in untended, unknown soils. Friends, we don't have to find the perfect conditions or the perfect soil. Your seed is good and your seed is enough to join in kingdom work. Jesus is inviting us to say yes to his kingdom way of life without having it all figured out, without hedging our bets, without fretting over which soil the good news hits. The good work here is saying yes to participation. It's saying yes to picking up the seed and scattering it. Friends, you have everything you need. You're free to have anti-racism conversations, even when your book list from Amazon hasn't been devoured yet. <laughs> You're free to stand up for justice, even if it makes family dinner a little awkward. You're free to love and value your LGBTQIA plus friends without a manipulative Christian motive. You can add LGBTQIA plus into your sermon knowing that the culture is constantly changing and you probably left out some really important letters. Even when you feel inadequate, unqualified, or uncertain of how to navigate this world, you have all that you need. You have all the love that you need. Learn and grow and move towards understanding your neighbor, yes, but don't have, you don't have to have all the understanding of all the soils to start scattering the good seed. Friends, in a time that brings confusion of role and responsibility, the love of God is readily available to you. You have good seed and you are invited to throw it in untended, unknown soils. So today, where are the areas you've avoided saying yes to throwing kingdom seed because the conditions aren't perfect? Where are the soils that are overgrown with thorns that feel like a waste of time? What does it look like to trust that your responsibility to action in today's society is an invitation, not another burdensome to-do? 
What does it look like to say yes to love? It feels important that the passage from last week talks about the easy yoke of Christ, to learn Christ's way and move in the unforced, unforced rhythms of grace. The groundwork for what it means to live in the kingdom is set, and only then is when Jesus talks about what action looks like in his kingdom. My burden is easy, and my yoke is like, come plant and scatter kingdom seed. Come grab a handful of the goodness you've experienced and see what I can do. Celebrate the abundance of God's love and throw it out to all that can possibly stand it. Friends, in a time that brings confusion of role and responsibility, the love of God is readily available to you. You have good seed and you are invited to throw it in untended, unknown soils. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.